everybody. Welcome to Political Football. My name is Dave. I got Scott and Cleve here. We are part of the Maddie Ice Media Network. And by the way, audio listeners, look down below in the show notes. There's a new note this week. There is Maddie Ice Media merch available, of which I'm not wearing, but don't worry about that. I do have it. Um, Maddie Ice Media merch available. Soon enough, we will have political football specific merch. Uh, so you can check out the link uh, in the in the show notes below. Uh, Khalif, how are you doing today? Tired. <laughs> it's a marathon. So it is a marathon. But I'm here. Good to Scott, be seen. Good to see you guys. Scott. Things are good. I'm happy to see you guys too. That's good. Things are good. Yeah. Well, why are you laughing? Because Cleve looks like he's about to keel over. Um, and you look like you want to punch somebody directly in the face. Oh. So, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm. It's on, man. It's yeah. not. Meanwhile, I'm just excited because I did say last week Tennessee was going to beat Alabama. And lo and behold, what did we bet on last week? Do you remember? This this past week we didn't bet on anything. Two weeks ago we bet the Seahawks point total against the Saints. Who won that one? You did. Okay. What's outstanding? This is uh, the show is, but what like what's our current? <laughs> uh, our right current now goal? the only the only bet you and I have right now is entry for the college football league on whether or not Eli Manning. <laughs> okay. Whether or not Eli Manning is a first ballot Hall of Famer, so we're gonna have to wait a couple of years to settle on that one. You know, whoever this PAX person is, that's great. Not cool. <laughs> not cool. Walter White. Right? I know. So here's the thing: I'm going to Halloween. I'm going for Halloween this year as Walter White. I have a question for you guys. That's this is, awesome. <laughs> stop it. It's not. It's like the worst thing going. It's terrible. So. My kid, uh, three weeks ago, busted up his foot playing football. He's got the whole Liz Frank fracture and all that stuff. But he's on crutches. And we're questioning how inappropriate it would be for him to go as oh. junior. Oh. Oh. And then for my oldest to put on like a little hat and a fake beard and to go as Jesse. Because this is clearly Walter White if you're going to – like if Walter White got healthy – and recovered and blew up a little. Here you go. Yeah, I think <laughs> that that is one of those things that is funny, but I'm not Say sure no I more. would do it. Say no more. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, funny. it's hilarious. It's funny. Like, it's like, conceptually it's, hilarious. It's funny if like if you're going as like Charlie Chaplin and people think you're a Hitler. That's 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 when it's funny. See, yeah, I'm worried I, that I'm worried that we stumble into this room and there's there's a family with with yeah white condition and it's like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you gotta read the room. Okay, the leave room. the party. Okay, so that decision's been decided. Thanks. It's been a good yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't I don't think like it's not uh, a moral thing to think or anything like that. And it is conceptually very funny, and it's like a stand up comedy bit. It would be very funny. I'm just not sure. If it would read the same. <laughs> yeah. Where I might need to find a different room for that kind of a joke. Yeah. It's 2022. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. super sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, what having a referred to as Walter White is bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, what we need, what we need to do though is fly Cleve and have him go as Gus. Oh, <laughs> which Gus? El Pollo Loco. Isn't that the name of the, the, their chicken franchise? 
Man. <laughs> it's been a minute. I have not watched this, this is, friend, right? This is getting <laughs> dark, dude. It's getting dark. <laughs> oh, man. Let's move on to football. Yeah. All right. So moving moving on to football, Dan Snyder. Um, because our first game, our first game actually is Commanders 12 at Bears 7. But oh. like the game suck. Nobody cares. These teams are trash. Dan Snyder, though. Uh Cleve, you know, we we live in this area like this is local mm-hmm. news for us what mm-hmm. did you think when you saw that report and about the things about the stadium and uh, trouble getting it and all that because he's mafia he's mobbed up he's like i'm gonna i have names i have pictures i have photographs i have people people doing unscrupulous things so if i go down everyone's getting burned with me did he really hire private investigators yes. to look after other owners that's crazy Jesus, that- when okay, so here, so thing. here's the thing. That's not crazy. In such a high stakes world, all of them should be doing that for all of them. I would have done that as well as soon as I got a club, like immediately. Um, and I would also to do it for end, the same for the end, same reason. What are you going to do with? Are you going to like? It's protection for yourself. Right okay. now, the difference is they want to get rid of Dan Snyder because he's a corrupt asshole. They'd want to get rid of me because I would like ban the national anthem from my stadium. See what I mean? But the reason sure. doesn't matter. They're going to be like, uh, you have to go. And I'll be like, no, Mr. Jones, because I know about Shirley or whatever. Check right. Out this picture. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think that it's, I mean, I would do the, do the same thing that he did. So for me, it's not the, having the PIs get the dirt on the people who could undo your career necessarily. It's the reason that he's threatening to have to expose everybody because they want him to go legitimately. Like he's bad for football. I mean, having his wife control the team. I mean, that's dumb because she's, he's, he's telling her what to do. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's like having Megan control the PS five. Like (laughs) I don't, that's not, that's not how that works. (laughs) Um, so aside from the so one thing I did notice though with the, with the dirt did you guys see which owner came out today to just speak out openly about the fact that he needs to go yeah it, it if and if there was a if you need proof that the that God has a sense of humor if such a thing exists this would be it because it is not it exactly who it should be if you wanted it to be hilarious yeah Cleve, did you see who it was no it was Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what dirt exactly is is a dance that are going to release? Hey, uh, Mr. Ursay, I got dirt here. Says that you love to do drugs and party. He's like, hey. <laughs> so does everybody else who's ever seen him. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, and what you want an invite? Like, <laughs> like, what are you looking for here? Like, you need, you need to talk to my man. Like, what 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 do you want? And so I think having party hat. <laughs> yeah. So I think having Ursay come because honestly, at this point. Aside from like murder, is there any dirt that could come out of Jim Ursay where you'd be shocked? None. And I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past I would put nothing past him. Nothing, yeah. including what you said, Dave. Look, I wouldn't be shocked, honestly, if like Lucas Oil was just running meth like Walter White in the offseason. Like if it came out, I'd be like, Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, sure. As long as I get to wet my beak, we're good. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. you know, so I think having Ursay come out and be the one to say it is great because, like, what's Snyder <laughs> going to say about him? Oh, um, 
Come here. So I want to answer quickly. Ben real. I want to answer Ben real quick. Oh, so Ben so, ben, ben says <laughs> I just like to point out that Cleve is like a Simpsons character and that he's wearing the same outfit every episode. It's because the show's on a Tuesday. I'm coming straight from work, dude. I'm a I'm I'm a trainer in my other career, so I'm actually just coming like right off like training somebody. So like I'm in sweats and so and, so it's a good thing the show's not in smell vision. Nah, I, well I was standing around holding a clipboard. It's still working. <laughs> yeah, it's still working. It's America. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul with a good question here. He says he feels the same way about Jerry Jones. What could shock you about Jerry exactly. at this point? Exactly. But the thing for Jerry is that it's not just that it's shocking. Like you could see some major like financial crime there, right? Yeah. Or- like you, that, yo, you could be like, oh, this dude has paid four cents in taxes in the last 30 years. <laughs> you know, he's got 87 offshore accounts, you know, and we're going to turn it over to the FBI or something. That's the sort of thing <laughs> that I'd be concerned about. If I was Jerry Jones. I don't think Jerry Jones would care if you were like, yeah, you know. I could see him paying officials. Oh, I could see that being a problem for him. And I think it would be something he would do. I mean, he certainly did it in the 2024 a wild card game against the Detroit Lions. Not that I'm bitter. Um, I guess I have to say allegedly. I can't say he certainly did that because, he, you know, he likely didn't. Uh, but you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Hey, listen, if Jerry wants to sue me for my PS5, he can go ahead. Um, i uh not too not too worried about that. One other thing about the Dan Snyder situation, which just goes to show, like, how – not just like terrible of a person he is, but how unwise he is. He turned down basically free federal land from the governor of Maryland, which I know is confusing, but whatever, in National Harbor, which for those that don't know, National Harbor is like three miles outside of D.C., directly across the bridge from Alexandria, Virginia, which is where Cleve and I live. Cleve, honestly, could you run from here to where they were going to put that stadium? Mm-hmm. Right, like, like we're talking yeah. like in town. Is it was so was it next to the MGM or were the yeah MGM they were gonna, gonna put gonna it be... right up there, right up there on that oh. land next to the MGM and next to the Gaylord. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I cannot think of a more perfect. Yeah, more right off the major place. artery. It's right off a major artery and it's right off the water. Like that's right. awesome. You could bring people in on boat as well. Yeah. Like it'd be perfect. And, and, yeah. He turns it down because he thinks he's got a deal in Loudoun County. Uh, Loudoun County is one of the richest counties in the country. It's like Orange County, whatever county the Hamptons is in, Loudoun County, Oakland County, Michigan is up there, and then a bunch of the um, uh, shout out to Scott. And then there's uh, <laughs> um, uh, and then like all the Silicon Valley counties, like where Stanford is and shit. So he thinks he's got this deal done. He's got the leading Republican in the Virginia legislature and leading Democrat. They're all on board. But he is so toxic and so disliked that when the deal is announced, it gets scuttled in committee. So he doesn't have the land in Maryland. He doesn't have the land in Virginia. There is no land in D.C. And he has the worst aim of football. Scott, what is he going to do? Uh, I don't expect him to do this because I'm sure he's dug in and I don't. he doesn't strike me as a find easy solutions type of dude. But uh, sell the team. Just sell the team and move on with what other other you know what other business things that you want to do. Uh, from an ego standpoint, though, I don't think that's a possibility. No, it's a fraternity. It's it's a big fraternity. Yeah. To own an NFL team, 
There's only 32 of them. Yeah. You're one of 32 in the world that has that that situation. Not for long, though, if if what's being reported is true. Um, I don't know what it like. I don't know what a line is with these guys. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you got to do to, to, to lose your team in the NBA. You could just say some racial stuff on a uh, on a answering service or answering machine and you're done. Yeah. So one thing that I found interesting during the like this Russia, the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the Roman Abramovich who owned Chelsea Football Club at the time. Mm-hmm. This did not happen, but apparently this was on the table because Chelsea, of course, is in the United Kingdom. I, as I understood it, as I was reading about what they were going to do for these sanctions, the queen at the time could have just taken control of the club. Damn. Like, she literally could just be like, this is mine's now, and just, like, snatched it. Like, <laughs> that belongs to me, Um, which I think is incredible. <laughs> uh, she, obviously, it did not happen. He, he sold it at, at cost, but... Um, you know, I wish we could do something like that here. I don't know who we would trust with that power. Michelle Obama, maybe. Just like, all right, commanders are mine. <laughs> and we got to change the name again. <laughs> I mean, in a perfect world, you'd have a, a conglomerate, a large group of people like the Packers, uh, and just sort of make it more functional. You know, like, is there any, ever anything ever come out about the Packers that's bad? The ownership group, like, you know what I mean? Like, no. But if you look around, like, Bob Kraft has some issues. And the Jets have some issues. And the Bills have some issues. You know what I mean? It's like every every owner has issues, mm-hmm. <laughs> except the Packers. It's then- almost it's almost like it's really hard to have enough money to buy an NFL team and also be a decent person with no issues. It's almost <laughs> like the money forces you to not be a decent person and also have issues. How much money could you reasonably make from like a brilliant invention today and like still just be yourself, right? Like say you invent like a a machine that turns salt water into fresh water for like, you know, one penny for a million gallons or something. And so you make $5 billion. Like you can just still be yourself, right? You'd be like, well, how do you turn this 5 billion to 15 and like, become one of these billionaire types yeah 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 there's no that's what i'm saying like i don't think you can have that much money not even somebody like bill gates who has his foundation or whatever like i don't think you can have that much money and be a like it just has to warp your morality relative to the rest of everybody else because nobody else has that kind of money well i changed i changed from when when i when i was a hundred air to a thousand air my whole perspective (laughs) changed <laughs> when I was a hundred there, I was I was an asshole. When I became a thousand there, I was a complete asshole. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Cleve Cleve went from a South American to an American, immediately chose the jet. So yeah, I agree. That's uh <laughs> you know, these big changes can really make cause some cause some major problems. Speaking of changes causing problems, Cleve, I know you watched last Thursday game really close. They went back, looked at the all twenty two, really broke it down. What'd you notice the Commanders Bears matchup? It's awful football. <laughs> yeah. It, Thursday it was. night is it's oh my God. I don't know. I don't know what else is on the schedule going forward, but they got to do something about that. That I mean, I tried to watch because it was football, but it was brutal. Well, it's Saints and Cardinals this week. So, 
maybe, but they're still both two and four teams. Uh, in this game, Carson Wentz does not throw for 100 yards. The Commanders do win 12 to 7. This is the second straight Thursday. The winning team had 12 points. Um, the only other note to come out of this game is that Carson Wentz is hurt. He's out two to six weeks, probably four to six weeks with a fractured finger. Cleve, if you were the Commanders, would you start Taylor Heineke, who we've seen and we know who he is, or Sam Howell, the rookie fifth-round draft pick out of North Carolina? Maybe see what you got. I mean, given they're trying to compete right now and the season's not really lost yet, I would put Taylor Heineke in. The Giants are 5-1 and one in second place, and they're the commanders. The season's not lost yet? <laughs> the season's over. Yeah, I forgot you, about did, did the Giants being 5-1. Did you guys have the hilarity on the press release, though, from the commanders about, about uh, what Heineke does for their offense, how he opens up the playbook? It and says a like, lot. It says wow. a lot about Carson. <laughs> yeah. So like, Carson was a, was a problem for you guys. <laughs> like, you're like, I what? Mean, Rivera basically said it, right? He said, "What's the problem with the team?" He goes, "Quarterback." Yeah. They tried to walk it back later. <laughs> yep. It's messed up, man. The Bears should have won that game, though. I mean, doesn't Mooney drop that pass on the goal line? It's like, no, he caught it. He caught it, but he was on the inch line. Fourth and goal, last play of the game. Cleve Darnell Mooney catches a pass, literally on like the three inch line. Right, he was in the end zone, but he got hit and bobbled it. And by the time he got possession, he was outside the end zone. He okay, caught it literally as close as you possibly could. And the thing is, if he had caught that ball, I would have shipped a small tournament on DraftKings. So my my one dollar lineup would be three dollars instead of like two hundred and fifty because he wasn't in the end zone. So is, is Thanks, toes like on the whites? His toes like on the whites or, or no, 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 he was sideways. So like oh, sideways. Um, oh, he was like falling sideways. Gotcha. And he was in the end zone, bobbled the ball, possession outside, land outside, game over. Gotcha. Yep. Um, so, yeah, man, that game was trash. Next game, we got the Ravens 20 at the Giants 24. So I mentioned the Giants are 5-1. Get a load of their upcoming schedule. This is the next five weeks for the Giants. They are already 5-1. and one. At Jacksonville, at Seattle, bye. Home to Houston, home to Detroit. So they could be they're probably going to split. Probably going to split because they're going to beat the Texans and they're going to beat. Um, what, what, what did you say there? They at Jacksonville at Seahawks home to Texans home to Lions. If they beat y'all, they could win all. They could win all of them. So so then that would be eight. They'd be nine to one. Nine going yeah. into week eleven. Wow. <laughs> There's your coach of the year. <laughs> yeah, he's making chicken salad out of chicken shit. If the Broncos had hired him, they would have already won the Super Bowl this year. Um, That's brutal. Hey, philosophical <laughs> question. Do you fire Hackett today, right now, knowing that no matter what the outcome is, it's too late and it's been so bad that even if you recover to some level, it ain't good enough, so we're moving on now? Would I you would. guys be proactive there with that? Because I, I would. I, you said you wouldn't? I would. I would for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I would, I would, given the money we got for Russ, that, that I'm sorry that we gave Russ, and it ain't pan out. So yeah, I think we cut bait now. Threw for, he threw for 15 total yards in the second half in overtime. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Quite I mean, like, game. yeah, he completed three passes after halftime. Um, <laughs> here's the thing: Cleve and I were 
almost about ready to fire Nathaniel Hackett after week one. We just said you can't do that. That's obviously crazy. We're on board now. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we We're locked there. Yes. Yeah, there was nothing. Who do you replace him with kind of conversation, but still. Sean Payton. Okay, fine. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's a, that's a no-brainer, right? They got a good defense. They got the quarterback. Javante Williams coming back next year. You're throwing Sean Payton, like. Yeah. 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 Honestly, you know who else would be a great fit there? You know who would be a great fit in, at, in Denver? Who's that? Jim Harbaugh. He'd be a great fit for them, but I think he's done with the NFL. The NFL's done with him, one or the other. Seems Either like, way, yes, fine, fine by me. Uh, so the Giants are five and one. They have a super easy schedule coming up. They could be nine and one. They should be eight and two, like at worst, which means they will make the playoffs, right? If they're eight and two with seven games left, they're going to make the playoffs because ten will get you in. What team are they replacing? Because nobody had the Giants in at the start. Right. No. So who isn't making it now that we anticipated before? And I think I have an answer for you here, Cleve. But one last thing before we move on, Cleve, still in the league for the Ravens. 10 carries, 119 yards and a touchdown. Kenyon Drake. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, wow. I did the team that the, the Giants will replace in the playoffs. Jets 27 at the Packers 10. Cleve, do your thing. It was a great day, man. I was in class getting yelled at because we're, <laughs> we're like we're doing like some super like important stuff. And I'm like, nothing's more important than what I'm good, what I got on this phone right now. <laughs> and then you text, like, you know, you text you what you text me. I don't, I don't want to say it on air, and I'm like, yeah, I've been saving it. <laughs> that was great. I um the, the Packers in trouble. They're in trouble. Confirmed fraud. Scott, you yeah. agree? I do, but I mean, I don't know that Chicago or Detroit are challenging them to win the division. So it's like, do we believe that Minnesota can? And I don't necessarily think they can. Yeah, they, they can. can. But I mean, I, I think if anybody, if the Giants are replacing anybody in the playoffs, it could be the Rams. I, I, I'm not buying the Rams right now. I'm just not. It Stafford could hurt. be. Stafford's hurt. He's he's more hurt than 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 they're letting on. Yes. He's hurt. Yes. Yeah. You know who's not hurt? Zach Wilson. But I'm not sure that's a good thing. Zach Wilson this game 10 of 18 for 118 yards. Nah, no touchdowns numbers, and no picks. The numbers are horrendous. It's game managing. <laughs> yeah, there's a chance he sucks. Like even though they're winning. And we need to see them behind in a couple a couple times. To actually, see him have to throw the ball because they need to figure out if he's going to be the quarterback or not. But they're four and two, it. but it's 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 definitely smoke and mirrors four and two. Yeah, this I mean the Jets dominated this game. This game was three and three to three at halftime. It felt like seventeen to three. Like it felt like from like halfway through the first quarter, the Jets were in charge. Cleve, Brees Hall, 20 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Guy's helping himself out. <laughs> He's helping himself out. Scott, What's what do you think of the Jets' uh, offensive talent here? So Brees Hall has surprised me. Um, just being so young in his career for him to look the way he has looked the last couple of weeks, he has. And um, I know early on they wanted to do the whole Michael Carter, Brees Hall sort of tandem thing, and it's just, no, we're done with that. 
Yeah. Hall's really good. Brees Hall's really good. Uh, they're going to have some issues. On, uh, Garrett Wilson's a good receiver. Elijah Moore is a really good receiver who's seeing no targets right now. Yeah, so zero targets weird. this week. It's just weird to figure it out, like what's happening there. You know, Well, he, well when you we only throw the ball 18 times. Yeah, yeah we, yeah, we need a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, like you have to throw, throw the ball 18 times. I'm a believer. I just think it's, you know, going to take time. Last note on this game, y'all saw Sauce Gardner run around with the cheese head after the game, Cleve? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that is – I mean, I don't know how to feel about stuff like that, but it's you know, it, it's it's par for the course. It, it's, it's awesome. Par, it's yeah. awesome. It's totally yeah. harmless. Like, it's fine. Don't wear the cheese head, win the game. Like, you know, <laughs> he wasn't – you know, we're going to give everybody the double bird or whatever. He wasn't throwing the DX suck at anybody. He just put on a cheese head and was running around the field because he's happy that they won. Completely harmless. I love I love stuff like that. Although I would have been okay if he was also just throwing the DX at the Packer fans as well. Like that also would have been okay with me. But um uh yeah, so Paul says, How about the Jets draft? Where the draft sauce garter uh Brees Hall one and two, but let's not forget Brees Hall was their fourth pick this year. They also took Garrett Wilson and Jermaine Johnson, both of whom are playing pretty well so far. Uh Scott, what are your thoughts on Jermaine Johnson so far for the Jets? So all of the pass rushers, uh the premium ones, dog. I, I swear to you, <laughs> you have to stop. Um, I'm sorry. The, Scott the, needs the, Scott needs to draft an offensive line. I need to draft. He's getting rushed now. Logic. Um, I shouldn't have let her in here. So she's chewing on the the lever that lowers the chair. So the chair's moving up and down, and she's <laughs> chewing on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love it. So uh, I think all the defensive ends, all the pass rushers, have kind of come out of the gate slow. Um, Johnson included. Although I think he'll be fine, he's he was he's a really good prospect. Um, Wilson's a really good receiver. I think he'll pan out long term and be a viable player for a long for a while. Uh, Brees Hall is a very good running back. I mean, he's legit, and Sauce is Sauce. He's a, he's he's playing at a pretty high level for a rookie. Yes, he is. So you know, for what they did in this in this year's draft class, they have to be thrilled with what they have. Yeah, thrilled. Yeah, they 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 knocked it they knocked out of the park. Cleve, any final thoughts on your Jets here before we move on? No, no, like I mean, you hit it on the head earlier when you said that. I mean, uh, the numbers have not looked over the stretch. Have not looked like they're not eye popping. They're not like off the charts. They're just he's managing. He's like we live in a world where he threw eighteen passes, and then a few weeks ago, Josh Allen threw like sixty four. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 18 ain't going to cut winning the game. And like you said, we're getting a shootout from behind. 18 ain't going to bring us back. Right. It'll be interesting to see what he does when he has to throw it 40, 42 times. Yeah. You know, that's that's what we need to that's what we need to see from him. Next game here, we've got the Jaguars 27 at the Colts 34. The Jags are now plus 380 to make the playoffs three weeks after I guaranteed they would make it. So thanks, Jacksonville. It's the AFC Lions. Like it's just it's never real with them. I'm never buying in again. The Jaguars are trash. Are always going to be trash. They're they're as they're as fail and dirty as their hot tub in their stadium. Oh. I just I'm never I'm never I'm never buying it again. Um, week to week, yeah, they might be in a good spot, get some numbers, something like that. But they're they're the Jared Goff of teams. It, it's it's never real. 
Um, Matt Ryan, 42 of 58, slightly more passes than Zach Wilson. 42 of 58 for 389 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and apparently he found the fountain of youth. <laughs> for for last weekend, yes, he did. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was crazy. Now, the Colts came out. I forgot who tweeted this. I wish I could remember. I think it might have been J.J. Zacharyson that the Colts were a – oh, it was Hayden Winks. It was Hayden Winks uh, from Underdog. He tweeted that the Colts had a 73% uh, pass rate over expectation which means that they would throw the ball 23% more often than an average team in any given situation this week. And that's like a total flip from how they've been. So it's possible Frank Reich actually did take a look at things and was like, what are we going to do to try to get better here? Last thing here, uh, Cleve, which running back on the Colts put up this stat line? 12 carries for 42 yards and a touchdown, 10 catches for 79 yards. Wasn't Jonathan Taylor. He was out. Was it Naheem Hines? No. It was Deion Jackson. Free agent Deion Jackson. Yeah, off the, off the street, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Had 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 to get Gurley to cover shit for Aldi, um, <laughs> so I could come play the game. Um, so, so yeah. So Deion Jackson. So a couple of things. One, running back doesn't matter. Like you just find a, find people and put them in there. But yep. but if you do have a good running back like Jonathan Taylor, what if you gave Jonathan Taylor this type of usage? You know, what if you give Jonathan Taylor 15 carries and 10 catches a game? Do you think that might open up the offense a little bit more, Scott? You think? What are they doing? I don't know. Super confusing. But that w- that's a team that, you know, uh, at the end of last year just underperformed dramatically. And I thought uh, Reich could be on the hot seat early this year with, you know, as talented as they are. Uh, they should be winning that division pretty easily. It's amazing. Well, they're, they're favorites to make the playoffs again, at least. I don't. I didn't see to win the division, but they are minus one fifteen now to make the playoffs. So, you know, they at least got that turnaround a little bit. Next game here, we've got the Patriots thirty eight, the Browns fifteen. Later, we're going to talk about how there is no quarterback controversy at all in Dallas. That's done over with Dak the man. There might be one in New England. I am oh, not is, convinced. Yeah. I'm not convinced that Mac Jones is so superior to Bailey Zappi that they can't just let, leave it rolling. And also, I think the Bill Belichick loves the idea of finding another late-round quarterback that he discovered to come in and take over and take control. Like, the odds of being able to hit that twice because, one, it undercuts Brady, right? Because, like, look, it's me. I found you. Yeah. Right? And, look, I did it with this kid as well. I think there's a lot of that there for Belichick. Bailey Zappi in this game, 24-34, 309 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, Cleef. <laughs> yeah. See, <clears throat> as I was telling you, Matty Ice, on, we were texting, like superior coaching that, and also a hungry athlete uh, married together. The guy, I mean, Hoyer, like I said, pack your stuff. Like you said, you're heading to Aldi's to do your shift. It's over. <laughs> Right. Um, I'm happy for that kid. It's zappy hour. I'm happy for that kid. But yeah, Mac Jones better better come back. I mean, you know, but he had a great game against the Browns last year. For some reason, when Belichick plays the Browns, it's it's really um, you know, open season on those guys. It might be always personal for all those years, you know, that went by when the Browns fired him. <laughs> so so yeah. Paul says future Lions quarterback Mac Jones, and that that could be true. 
I'm unhappy. Scott, Scott, tell me something because I'm unhappy. I just if your quarterback caps your offense and limits the things that you can do on offense, he's not the right quarterback. Uh, Mac Jones would be he'd be fine in a lot of places to get you, you know, in the playoffs here and there, and you know, but are are his talents enough to 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 get you winning games and to put you in a position to to play football late into the season? And is is it the reason because he's so good? You know what I mean? Like you see Josh Allen doing some stuff and Mahomes doing their thing and and Brady for years and. The reason why their teams are in the playoffs where they are is because of their quarterback play. Yeah, I don't think Mac Jones is that guy. That's just my opinion. I'm just, but I mean, I mean if they're looking to unload Mac Jones right now because they feel like Bailey Zappi's their guy and they would and they're doing it. Yeah, I mean if you're if it's a bargain, yeah. I mean the kid's yeah. coachable and and he doesn't he he sticks on he sticks on script. He's out there. He's out there doing exactly what they told him to do. Yeah, nothing more, nothing less. And he's just like Russ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I know they're last <laughs> here, but man, I'm so mad. Uh, sorry, Cleve. One last note on this game: Nick Chubb was held to fifty-six yards. Yo, when the when the pass play to Browns, bro, it's personal. I don't know what that's about. Like that happened last year. Mac Jones had a monster game last year. You guys don't remember? Yeah, no. And and you could think, oh, because the Browns fired Bill Belichick, that's but those Browns are but those Browns are the Ravens. It's not the same Browns. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. right. It's the Ravens <laughs> fired him and not the Browns. But maybe he doesn't know. Yeah, like he maybe he's just care. like ah, yeah, it's the Browns. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care who it is. <laughs> yeah, Hulk <laughs> smash. Shit. Bengals thirty at the Saints twenty six. Welcome to twenty twenty two. Jamar Chase seven catches, one hundred thirty two yards, and two touchdowns. Cleve the Saints played without Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, and Chris Olave. I will give you ten American dollars if you can name either of their two starting wide receivers. I have. N- no, you you might almost be able to guess these names. Almost, they are Traquan Smith and Marquez Calloway. Those are real names. Those, Those are, are real guys. names. Yeah, uh, Scott, what, what do you think? Philly is thinking right now, having New Orleans first round pick next year. I think they're pretty excited. Think so? Since they'll be picking thirty second with their own, they need another one up top. They'll have the fifth, and right now, pick five and pick thirty two. Man, I mean, with with the fifth overall pick for the Eagles, because they don't need a quarterback, that means they get one of Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, or Brian Brees, right? Can you imagine Jalen Carter playing next to Jordan Davis again? No. No. That is uh, not something I can can particularly, particularly imagine. It would be crazy. All right. Would be crazy. I would I would hope Jalen Carter would go earlier, a, a few slots earlier to a team in Detroit, but that's just, you know. <laughs> the Red Wings. All right. Um <laughs> no. So uh clearly the Red Wings are a hockey team. I know, know that. Oh <laughs> well it's like a deal with wings on it, right? Well, uh friend of the show, Jake is at something called the NLCS. I don't fuck that means. 
Um, apparently, it's a stick and ball something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, white people seem to love it. Scott, thoughts? The clown national legendary clown show? Is that where he's at? <laughs> I was going to make an ICP joke, but since they're from the next town over from where I'm from, I'm just going to let that slide. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, uh, the NLCS, he's at, he's at the Padres game. Go Padres. Ha ha Dodgers. I just like when the favorites lose, unless my team's the favorite, but I just like seeing the, the favorites lose. So I'm glad the Dodgers, the Dodgers lost. Um, Joe Burrow looked good in this game. They had a, a segment on NFL live or get up or one of those shows a couple of weeks ago where everybody was sounding really smart talking about how the Bengals did to go under center. This game, they go 57 out of 59 snaps in the shotgun. The two snaps from under center, a kneel down to end the game and a quarterback sneak because you should not be playing from under center when you have really good wide receivers, because it doesn't matter if the other team knows that you're passing or not. You don't need the play action run fake all that because passing is more efficient. So when you have a good quarterback, good receivers, just line up and throw the ball, yeah. right? Jared Goff needs play action. to kind of fool some people. Joe Burrow could just throw it to Jamar Chase. True. And at the time I tried to say that everybody was like, no, you're wrong. Dan Orlovsky is right. And I was like, well, I've never run out of the back of an end zone. So. <laughs> who, who are we going to listen to here? Um, Bucks 18 at the Steelers 20. Cleve, are the Bucks fra- fraudulent? Confirmed? Yeah, I think I think Tom's mailed it in. And I, I didn't like – I like a guy that's fired up and when things aren't going well, but don't curse out the, off- the offensive line on camera. Like, he's he laid waste into these guys, and I'm like, bro, yeah. you got to do your job too. I don't Tom, mind Tom's him. Throwing, I, I Tom's throwing the ball like he like he doesn't want to get hit. He's just chucking. Yeah. What are you doing? Set like set your feet. I don't I don't mind it as much. I mean, Tom Brady could have been married to Giselle and chose instead to lose to Mitch Trubisky. So I'd be pretty mad. I'd be pretty mad too. In that, no, no, no I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm I'm saying I like a guy that's fired up. But you, the optics of that, you don't do that to those guys. On 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 you know when the cameras are hot, he said. Imagine Paul says, yeah. imagine blowing up your marriage to a supermodel to go seven to ten in the NFC South. He, he could have walked. He could have walked off a winner and been done with this. Yeah, came back for what, dude? You, you fucking laying it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This game was pretty crazy because the Steelers were kind of in charge the the entire way. Kenny Pickett got concussed. So Mitch Trubisky came in. They were winning 13-12, to 12, and I was like, well, that's that. He's going to blow the game. But he hung on. Uh, Chase Claypool showed up in this one, seven catches, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Scott is our uh, uh, our show's NFL insider. Can you give us the boots-on-the-ground report from Robert Kraft's wedding? I'm sure you were there. Nope. Can't do it. I couldn't did make not- it this weekend. I just couldn't make it. Oh, you had you had you had conflicting plans. I did. I was I was in New York with the uh, with the wife for our anniversary. So, you know, I had so, to I had to tell yeah. the craft uh, crowd I could just couldn't make it. Too bad. Did you did you return your coupon for your rub and tug or no? He, he let did it go I return? I did. Let Where do I get the coupon, Cleve? <laughs> they drink. were the wedding favors. <laughs> I didn't arrange any of this. You should have seen the figurines on the cake. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so awesome <laughs> yeah um yeah i just I'm getting pissed thinking about it yeah it's <laughs> um it's pretty crazy that tom brady went to that wedding i gotta say yeah 
like this is like bro it's the middle of the season you can't That's his second dad dude <laughs> i know but for him to then scold his offensive line on the that's what i'm, that's what I'm saying yeah there. like it, it's not a good look optic no. wise it's not a good no. look dude, I, have I, have a a I have a better question uh because the patriots did have a game on sunday why did they get married that day not on the bye week, not in the off season. I mean, is he literally about to kick and they just had to get this done? Like, why? Uh, who knows? Also, I just want to say, I, I, I don't really care. Like, this is not judgmental at all. I mean this sincerely. This is an epic bag procurement by that young lady, and I'm here for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you get that mac and cheese money. <laughs> that is. she's What is it? B-O-E, bag over everything. Yeah. Th- I mean, <laughs> that is. Over? Huh? Do you blame her? No, I, I, no, not, not at all. Like, that, I'm saying, like, it's hard to say that without it seeming like I'm judging her or whatever. I'm really no. not. Like, I'm really, sincerely, authentically happy for her and getting the bag. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and for she sure. probably gets free mac and cheese for the rest of her life too. So, just almost as important as the billions of dollars. <laughs> but is she gonna get the team? Um, I would I say be. no, but I have yeah. no idea about that. Yeah, I don't because I, I assume he's got like a previous marriage and kids or whatever. I have no idea. I don't really care about these people that way. But just given his age or whatever, like I sort of thought that was the case. Like I don't imagine he's been a bachelor for eighty years. Yeah, but I can't. But you're right. I can't remember him like sitting next to his son uh, in the press box, like like Jerry Jones does with his kid, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, you know, or Al Davis did with his goofball kid i don't know yeah <laughs> the cut yeah <laughs> man but i found out that mark davis would travel to philly to get that haircut <laughs> that's true yeah he's she, like i got a guy i gotta go across country make sure make sure fucking do that sure. there's there's myself there has to be so much more to that story that can't be told there just has to be you mean like robert Kraft owns the barbershop <laughs> the, maybe the Maybe he owned the place in Florida where he was getting the, you know, whatever. <sighs> okay. This is actually a, this is actually a fair, more on-topic question. Uh, it is going back a couple games, but are the Jets better than the Packers? Clearly, it's a, yes. It's a fair question. I mean, if you put Aaron Rodgers on the Jets and Zach Wilson on the Packers, the Jets are 5-1 and the Packers are in the XFL. So... <laughs> 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 Dave's hot tonight, bro. Shit. Yeah, that is that is a legitimate a legitimate question here. All right, this to me the most shocking game of of the weekend, and this includes a weekend where the Jets lost, where the Packers lost by seventeen at Lambeau to the Jets, 49ers fourteen at the Falcons twenty eight. Bizarre. What the hell happened here? Basically, my takeaway from watching this game is that Jimmy G is Mitch Trubisky without the athleticism. Yeah, every time, every time I champion for this kid, Dave's like, I see Dave's face. Like I told you, he's washed. I told you, they they they're at their ceiling with this kid. Like this is what they're getting. That's what they're getting. That's it. Yeah. No. Terrible. I mean. He was just absolutely terrible in this game. Uh, Kyle Pitts scored a touchdown in the United States for the first <laughs> time this season. He got one in London. This is his first one in the United States. Uh, Cleve, the Falcons had two running backs. One got sixteen carries. One got fifteen carries. Who are they? I have no clue. I don't. I don't. I don't follow the Falcons. 
here's 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 the thing. Scott, who knows all the players and all the draft picks and all that. Scott, who are the two running backs for the Falcons got these carries? Uh, Tyler Allgaier from BYU has to yes, 15, 15 carries for fifty nine yards for Tyler Algier. I'm pretty sure they said it. Whatever. I'm just um, saying they said it on the broadcast. I didn't know, but they said it. What, yeah, I, I don't know how to. I mean, I you know I feel bad because I'm such a a BYU slap. I should know these things. Who was the other running back? Um, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Caleb Huntley. Caleb Huntley. Okay. Yeah, Caleb Huntley from Ball State, undrafted free agent, 16 carries for 59 yards. So combined, they go 31 carries for 108 yards. They almost have one functional running back in this game. Now, the 49ers were missing seven starters on defense, which does explain the 28 for Atlanta. It does not explain the 14, though. So just win the game 31-28. It's Atlanta. Know what I mean? Yeah, I, I and I know that didn't San Francisco didn't they jump out early in that game and and yeah they were up fourteen nothing. Ayuk had two touchdowns. Quit. So what happened? Jimmy G. <laughs> I didn't see any of it. So how bad was he? Awful, awful. Uh, let me see if I can pull. I didn't write the numbers down, but let me let me see if I can pull them up here. Meanwhile, Ben says Jimmy G is what we thought he was. So if you want to crown him, the crown is ass. But you let him off the hook. <laughs> um, Jimmy G, 29 of 41 for 296 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. So were the picks bad picks, I assume, then? Yeah, and the thing is, too, because like the, the they put up plenty of numbers. Ayuk, 8 for 83 and 2. Kittle, 8 for 83. Debo, 7 for 79. Um, only two carries for 11 yards for Debo. So it's not like they were just absolutely god-awful terrible. They just could not really move the ball. They couldn't score when yeah. they had the ball. Just an absolutely awful game all the way around. Worse yet, now the Falcons have won some games. They're going to stay with this stupid strategy that is has no chance of working in the long run. Mariota. And so there's going to be they're going to be like the worst six and eleven team of all time. Yeah, at some point they're going to have. I don't know that they're going to for what you just said because they're winning. But you you got to see what you have with these guys. Like you have to see what Ritter can do. You do. Yeah, but after winning, no, not after winning. That's for sure. Yep, but and it is as purgatory though, because it's not like Mariota's taking you anywhere else. Yeah, and like Two Evil says here, Marcus Mariota is finally coming into his own. Took him long enough. <laughs> well, less time to Gino, I guess. So yeah. you know, it can less time to Rich Gannon. It can it can happen. Um, Vikings twenty four, the Dolphins sixteen. Skylar Thompson got hurt real early and had to leave this game. So Teddy Fourpix comes in, fresh off his concussion, um, absolutely refuses to throw the ball down the field. Cleve, I just said the Dolphins scored sixteen points, right? Mm-hmm. Sixteen points. Listen to these receiving stat lines: Tyreek twelve for one seventy seven. Waddle, 6 for 129. Mike Gesicki, 6 for 62. How did they not score? How, yeah, how is that? How they, yeah, how is that score not? Yeah, that sounds <laughs> right. weird. Yeah, and both touchdowns were Gesicki. Do you imagine like, just running a track meet? Like That's what that's what the guy ran a track meet. I mean, quick math. So Tyreek and Waddle combined to go 18 for 200, 277, 303. 
There's no way. That's crazy. I mean, and they scored no touchdowns with that. Yeah. That's wild. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable that, that, that this happened. There, there needs to be a stat somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> and How so good is Tua? What's that? How good is Tua? I, I mean, he better than Teddy Four picks. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, just I mean considerably I, I three and zero with Tua and zero and three without him. I, you know, yeah. Maybe this is this is a a Tua conversation. And Tua is coming back Sunday night against Pittsburgh. I'm a little nervous for him, but I hope he, I, I wish him well. Yeah. Well, since uh, Doctor Will Smith from the movie there said he should retire, I'm a little nervous for him too. <laughs> um. Also, I'm just a little nervous for the game of football in general. Can you imagine if he ends up on the ground throwing gang signs again on a nationally televised oh, game? Man, not that, great. That would be not, great. not good. Not yeah. good. Now, he says, you know, they say and he said that he consulted four experts, like different regions of the country, got cleared by all of them. So, like, I mean, I think medically he is clear, but that's what I'm saying. If it happens again after you're medically cleared. Well, we'll see if he's gun shy. You yeah. know, when, when the hits are coming, if, he's get, if yeah. he gets a little skittish. Yeah. Also, rough, uh, rough season for the Tonga Vailoa family. His younger brother Taulia suffered a season-ending injury this weekend playing for Maryland as well. So, oh wow. Yeah. So I think his was a leg injury, but yeah. So he's out for the year now too. So rough, <laughs> rough one for 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 uh, the brothers Tonga Vailoa there. Scott, what is the Vikings' current record? Three and three. Cleve, what is the Vikings' current record? Uh-oh. Uh, four and two. Four and they two. are five and one. <laughs> yeah. So this, wow. answers Scott, this answers Scott's question earlier. And right. when you shook your head saying uh, saying the Vikings can win that division. Because they're two games clear already. <laughs> they're wow. two games clear of the Packers. I'm who, not a believer, but I guess I, I you know, at it's, five it's and the, one, who, uh, <laughs> I'm wrong. Michigan J. Frog th- stuff I talk about. Like, you yeah. just. Like I wear what? None of yeah. us could have guessed that. Right. Now we turn around, look directly at the Vikings. They're two and four. But <laughs> when you look away, they're five and one. Yeah. Um. And that's right. Right. So the two games clear of the Packers, who are terrible. The Lions are one and four. The Bears are two and four. Whatever. Now, but they they don't matter. So to me, I think the Vikings are the best, like surest bet to win their division. Certainly in the NFC. And. Maybe Buffalo, like Buffalo, Minnesota, to me are the two best yeah. bets right now to just lock up their divisions. Speaking of Buffalo, Cleve, I moved this one up for you. Bills twenty four, Chiefs twenty. This game was very good, but it was very slow at the start. This game was like a tale of two halves. The first half looked kind of like Jets Packers, but the second half more looked like the game, the game from last year. A couple things I noted for this game. The Bills are the best team in the NFL, and it's not even close. It's it, like there's not even a discussion. The Eagles are good; they're not even anywhere close as good as the Bills. This course does not mean that the Bills will win the Super Bowl, but they are the best team. The Chiefs really miss Tyreek Hill mm. a lot. They just don't have that weekend score from seventy yards away without any, without any warning. Without him, they have to just methodically make their way, make their way down the field. And my last note here is that the Chiefs probably can't stand Pat, 
and be more than like a 30% favorite against the Bills on the road in the playoffs. So the Chiefs have to do something to try to switch it up here. Cleve, what do you think the Chiefs can do to try to switch it up? They give themselves a better chance against Buffalo in the AFC title game in Buffalo in January. Not throw a bad pick at the end of the game? Yeah, that happens. Shouldn't. Scott, what do you think they should do? Christian McCaffrey. I wrote down, should they go get CMC? Yes, they should. Yes, they should because he is game He is a game breaker, game changer in a different way um, and still and still keeps them where they want to be. Uh, it seemed like one of the reasons why they wanted to get away from Hill was because Hill's presence forced Mahomes to play a little more on the playground side of things. And they wanted to stay in, they wanted him to stay in the structure of their offense. And you can do that with McCaffrey and still have a very explosive player and an explosive offense staying in, inside the structure of your offense. So I think it fits there. But I just think about what he does on in that offense. And it's like they would that would be a lights out offense. The um other thing it does with Christian McCaffrey on the Chiefs is that that sort of ends that too high safety all the time look. Yes. Because you'll get you'll get 47 Christian McCaffrey carries for 220 yards a week. Like, he yes. will ju- they'll just keep. Because our offensive line's not bad anymore. They will just no, keep hammering. As as they roll safety into the box, spread it out, and throw over the top. Right, right. And so I think CMC is a great addition to them. Uh, Cleve, thoughts on uh, Christian McCaffrey at Kansas City? I think so. I mean, it's going to be a fire sale, so – you know, go get him. The other thing I thought, same team, DJ Moore to Kansas City. Yes. Yeah. I same mean, reasons. yes. Yeah. That greatly increases my chances of winning $2 million as well. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but DJ, DJ Moore to Kansas City would also be, would also be fantastic. I just think DJ Moore is so hard to trade with his, with his um cap deal, but the Chiefs just restructured. Kelsey's deal to open like four million more dollars in cap room for this season. And I have a feeling they're trying to do they're trying to do something, something like this. So Ben asks, are we sure the Bills are that much better than the Eagles? And I don't know about that much better, but the Bills are definitely better, in my opinion. Cleve, do you agree? Yes. Bills are fa- Bills are the um the best team in football. Eagles, <clears throat> I'm just not a they're not a true uh, – their schedule is not a true and actual to me. It's not a true and actual to me. So you're saying that the that Eagles ain't played nobody? I'm trying to be nice about saying that because I have a lot of Eagle, Eagle fans that are uh, friends of mine, and I'm trying to say that. And, <clears throat> you know, you beat up on a, a fucking team that has a backup quarterback who threw three picks. Like, yeah, you're supposed to win that game. Yeah. Yeah, but but they are supposed to win it, and they did win it, and they won it in pretty decisive fashion. Whereas, like the Packers are also supposed no, to beat the Jets, and the no, 49ers should that, beat the Falcons. Like that was a that was a true opponent, even with the backup quarterback, because you beat a great defense. You beat yeah. you beat Dallas's D. Before that, I'm not sure about those that strength of schedule. And again, you play who you play. That's that's not that's not up to you. That that schedule gets put out in the summer, and that's who you play. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, Scott, you think the Bills are that much better than the Eagles? I don't think they're that much better than the Eagles. I think they may be a touch more complete, but that's that's about it. I don't know that uh, – I mean, which offense is better? Which offense would, would do you think is more uh, – which is a better offense? Is it Buffalo's or, or Philly's? Buffalo. See, I think Philly might give them a run there. I do. Phil, their offense really has not been challenged. They just haven't. I, I cannot believe I'm going to say this after because it just because I was just so wrong at, at at on draft night. The Bills have the best quarterback in the game. They do, and it's amazing that the, it's his transformation is is ridiculous. Like it's so, like to me, yeah. Stephon Diggs versus AJ Brown, wash. Devontae Smith versus Gabe Davis, wash. Miles Sanders versus Devin Singletary, wash. Offensive lines, I don't really know enough to say. Clearly, they're both pretty good, at least. Yeah. I love Jalen Hurts, not as much as Cleve, but I love Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen is significantly better than Jalen Hurts. He is. Two different styles of quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They both run like running backs, and Josh Allen also throws like Josh Allen. But then it's like, who's got a better defensive line? Who's has a better secondary? You know, I mean, Philly might challenge there a little bit. So, but I, I, but I agree with you. I think, I think Buffalo is the best team in the NFL. I just don't think it's that much better than Phil. Okay. That makes sense. And then a huge gap. Uh, Next up in our discussion of which teams are the best teams in the NFL, Panthers 10 at the Rams 24. (laughs) Uh, That that was a joke, Cleve. These teams are the best team in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, nothing to see here. (laughs) <laughs> um, well, there was something to see here. That was Robbie Anderson being thrown out of the game for fighting uh, fighting with his wide receiver coach on the sideline. Now, I don't know what this fight was about. I don't know what was said. All I know is that the Panthers are trash. All the coaches don't know what they're doing. So I inherently was like, Robbie's probably right here. <laughs> um, being mad about whatever it was. Scott, do you have any information on what the fight was about, what was said, anything like that? I don't, and I haven't even uh... – but I, I haven't, I, I haven't looked. <laughs> I haven't do. asked anybody. I have. Kofi uh, no. doesn't give a shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't. Care. I got other stuff going on. That's not a priority. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet if Rob Anderson showed up at your mailbox, you would care. Um. All right. I bet I would. <laughs> um. So, Robert Anderson has since been traded to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, in case Hollywood is out for the entire season. They have traded Robbie Anderson to the Arizona Cardinals, so uh, they pick him up there. Oh, when we talk about the Cardinals, uh, oh, we didn't talk about the Cardinals yet. Never mind. That's why I didn't forget. So Robbie Anderson goes to the Cardinals. Now, the Rams win this game, but they only won this game because they were playing Carolina. They played any team with the Pulse, and by Pulse, I mean like the New York teams, the Lions, the Browns, any team that's not good but somewhat functional they would have lost this game as well. And I don't understand Cleve. Why does Sean McVay insist on using dust ball running backs? In this game, eight different players got carries. At the running back position, uh, Daryl Henderson, of course, because Cam Akers is, is out. Also, Ronnie Rivers. And are you ready for this, Cleve? Still in the league, Malcolm Brown. In 2022, we're giving Malcolm Brown carries. Yeah, Man, it's crazy. 
again, I say this every couple weeks, you might as well just give the carries to Cleve. <laughs> I, I mean, th- th- there's functionally no difference at this point. It's crazy, bro. I'll go Brown. The Rams team is a mess. And honestly, I've seen Cleve run. He might actually have a better chance actually break it off a 12, 15 yarder than the Malcolm Brown at this point. Legitimately. It's it's ridiculous. Uh Stafford looked terrible. Cooper Cup only put up 16 points on DraftKings this week, which means he did not have his classic, his classic game. Allen Robinson finally showed up out of nowhere, but um Taylor two seasons, bro. This this dude was triple crown last year. And this year. No, I think Cup might still be triple crown this year. Maybe not touchdowns, but catches yeah. and yards. He's got to be up there. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. They're, they're well, not definitely as not touchdowns. Yeah, definitely yeah, not touchdowns. He, yeah, they're not as efficient, so he might not be up there in touchdowns. But catches and yards, he's he's probably still he's probably still up there. Uh, the Panthers, though, are the saddest team in the NFL right now, and I do kind of hope they trade Christian McCaffrey to somewhere that makes it a bit more a bit more exciting. All right, uh, Cardinals 9 at the Seahawks 24. This was one of the most frustrating games I've ever seen in my life. Jared Goff put 41 points on the Seahawks. Andy Dalton put 39 points on the Seahawks. Kyler Murray put up 9. What's happening there? Can we just be done with Cliff already? Yeah. Yeah, but the problem is this, it's it, like the Cliff-Kyler uh, combo was it. Who's, who's coming to work with Kyler? Anybody. He could throw the ball. He could run with the ball. He can – whatever. Literally anybody besides Nathaniel Hackett. Good point. Um, I mean, it's not too far back where Kyler and the, that offense were was looked pretty explosive, and that's the first half of last season. I don't know what's gone on since. Yeah, this ho- the horizontal raid, which I believe was a Rich Rebar term. I think he's on the coin that the horizontal raid here is just it's not working. They have no idea what to do. Cliff is adult, like he doesn't like general situations, play calling, the whole thing. He has no idea what he's doing. And can you imagine just for a second if they had fired Cliff last year like they should have and hired Brian Dayball, the guy who's coaching the Jets or, or the Giants right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean. You can't hang on. It's bad, like bad quarterbacks. Like you gotta, we gotta go. You mentioned uh, Peyton earlier, and and boy, it's uh, it's just stuck there in my brain. That what a great fit. It uh, you know, hey, Herm's still out there. (laughs) He was just in the state. You said Herm. Herm was he was. Oh yeah, he would have to to sell his house. (laughs) He was just in the state. You play to get fired on the field in the end zone. For <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> even, even leave, leave the field. Um, yeah. So Paul says Cliff is extremely fired. I mean, yeah. And the thing too is that this could be the week because they play Thursday night against the Saints. So when the Saints walk into Arizona and destroy them, now it's a good time because you can then like you have like a like a, a, a half by in there. I think Hack is Hack is the next guy to go. No, Hackett will make it the entire season. He might uh, get fired at the end of the season, but he will make it to the end of the season. Black Monday, I mean, Black Monday might be the, the chopping block for him if if he makes it to Black Monday. 
Yeah, I, Yuri. I think he's got to be a, a significantly hotter on his seat than than we think, because there is just something seriously wrong there. Yes, <laughs> and we are, and we we are going to get to to the Broncos. Believe you me, we are going to get there. One last thing, Paul does up uh, did bring it up here. I wanted to mention this as well. New Hopkins suspension is over. He will be back for the game on Thursday. So they lose Hollywood Brown for the year. Trade for Robbie Anderson. DeAndre Hopkins is coming back. I, but that's not. I mean, he's 30 now. Yeah, I'm sure he's still very good. But, Scott, DeAndre Hopkins isn't the, you know, what's going to fix his team, right? He very well could be. I oh, mean, you're very well could be. I'm getting James Conner back and getting Hopkins back and getting the rhythm I mean, everything they did last year, rhythm-wise, went through Connor and Hopkins. And, you know, uh, Hopkins or, or Connor didn't play last week, and that offense looked just brutal, uh, as bad as it has. And you get those pieces back, you know, I mean, I think last week was the bottom for that offense. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was really – really bad in that uh in that situation there so moving on we've got the Cowboys 17 at the Eagles 26 this was the Sunday nighter Cowboys 17 Eagles 26 Eagles up 20 to nothing Cowboys came back for a bit just didn't have enough mentioned earlier no quarterback competition here we saw we saw what Cooper Rush is in this game which is a good backup unable to really do it though you know what I mean like yeah yeah Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's not Dak, and it's I, I you know, the whole uh, little quarterback competition thing when Dak returns because Cooper Rush has played so well thing is like, no, that's not a thing. Shoe drops. <laughs> yeah, and then games like Sunday night is what because there are times when when limited players look very limited, and that's what Rush looked like. Yeah. Now, unfortunately for Dak, he's got a really tough matchup to come back to home oh, against the Lions. Go. Here we go. Yeah. So if, if Geno Smith put up 45 on the Lions defense in Detroit, Dak should score what, 77? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it should be brutal. C.D. Lamb should be just running for – he should get 300 yards receiving to this game. Damn. It's going to be ugly. It is. It's going to be really bad. Uh, really bad. The Eagles are undefeated still. However, they are up only one game in the division because of the Giants. <laughs> Cannot stress that enough. The Giants are 5-1. Last game here, Broncos 16 at Chargers 19. This game went to overtime um, because apparently we're all being punished. This is the darkest timeline. Huh. So I I was going to so say, Cleve, enough with the Broncos in primetime. You know, they've been on, on in primetime or standalone four times this season already. I mean, no one predicted that you know they were they're going to be this bad, <clears throat> this bad. Excuse me. Um, but to Scott's point earlier, like there's something definitely wrong. I mean, we know the coaching is is very not good. Um, Rust might have just got old, but yeah, I mean, it's bizarre. Yeah. Russell Wilson is displaying all the worst things Scott has said about Justin Fields. Yeah. Holds the ball too long, indecisive, doesn't read the defense well. 
like all the things Scott's been saying about Justin Fields are absolutely true about Russ Wilson right now. So anyways, that's $50 million a year well spent. Oh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> um, they got that to, to what, 24, 25? Yes, uh, uh, five years, five years, 50 million a year. Yep. Shit. Wow. Yeah, yep. That's good. Uh, if you can get it. So anyways, the Broncos are going to be on three more standalone games this season. Fun. Seven games. They play 17. Seven of them are standalone games for the Broncos. Wow. That could help get Hackett out of here faster, though, because that's going to keep them in the conversation oh, and everything yeah. as it keeps yeah. going. So that could help get Hackett out of here a little bit sooner to uh, to Cleve's thought. Last out on this game, the Chargers won, but they look like ass as well. And in such a loaded AFC, I'm not quite ready to write them off as serious contenders. And, Scott, I know that breaks your heart because I know you were huge on them this year, but really? I think it might be time to be done with the Chargers as, like, Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just – they they need to they need to to grow as a team and uh, clearly, uh, you think Sir, Patrick Sertan locked up Mike Williams in this game? Yep, I think Patrick Sertan is already better than his father ever was, and his father and, was like a six time Pro Bowler. And really, all that's left with the Chargers on offense without Keenan Allen is Austin Eckler. And what did he have? Like fifteen targets in that game. Yeah, he had Eckler had a great game, but that's it. He did, and that's just kind of where they are offensively. Um, you know, the defense played good. Uh, they're still it's still a really good team. There's time. Uh, I mean, I believe in the in the the coach there. I just think that you know uh, they got to pick it up. <laughs> ben says Russell Wilson was what Moses was talking about when he warned us about false oh. idols. Yeah. Russell Wilson. Oh, oh man. Okay. Well, Russ is now the golden calf. So good it, it ain't just him. It ain't just him. The whole team looks the the penalties are ridiculous with this team. Yeah. They're yeah, they took four pass interferences on one dude. Yeah. They, they're covering Josh Palmer. Yeah. Of all people, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, the Broncos are done. So uh, we're going to quickly look at uh, next week's next week's games here. Again, Thursday night, Saints at Cardinals. Saints by 30, please. Let's get Cliff out of here. That's what we want to see. That's what we want. Uh, scanning through. Let's see. Nope, nope, nope. We got the Cowboys going to murder the Lions. We know that. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Cleve, you want to go to our local team's game? It's Packers at Commanders. No. You don't want to go give Dan Snyder some money and watch the Packers play against Taylor Heineke? I'm actually watching the paint dry. I'm the dresser that I'm painting. I'm going to sit here and watch the paint dry. Yeah, you might think that, but you're not. You're going to be watching your Jets. Even though they play the Broncos, you got to watch them again. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. The four o'clock window is actually interesting this week. Texans at Raiders, whatever jets at Broncos, which will the Broncos be favored in this game? I don't know. I is don't it, know. Because it it reported that Wilson, yeah. Russell Wilson has a significant hamstring injury. Bur- rip it time, baby. And, he and he's still very questionable. And he's still, he's still battling the, the, um, lat the injury. Lat, in his, right. In his yeah. Back. yeah. Yeah. Broncos country, let's hide. Um, Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs at 49ers. So slaughter. If, if the 49ers have all those injuries on defense, this that probably will be a slaughter. However, I might 
I might hit the 49ers money line on that one. That feels like this is like a classic bounce back spot. The Chiefs just had this huge emotional game, narrow loss at home. Now they got to travel out to San Francisco. 49ers embarrassing loss to San Francisco. I'm Come out you, fired up. I'm I think that might I think might be a 49ers money line bet for sure. Yep. Uh Seahawks are at the Chargers, which could be a very fun game. Uh high scoring. Sunday night, we mentioned two was coming back. So not only is Tua coming back for the Dolphins, but Brian Flores is a coach for the Steelers, so he's going back to Miami uh, since everything happened there. And then Monday night, Cleve, Monday night is Bears at Patriots. <laughs> Zappy's going to have like – Zappy's going to throw for like 500. Well, Mac Jones is coming back even if he doesn't have a foot anymore. Um that just is not that's just not happening. Okay, I do want to get the Paul's question here quickly just because it is a good one. He says, Dave, what record would the Lions need to have for you to turn off red zone and watch a Lions game? There isn't one. There isn't one. They could be undefeated in week 18. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Why I'm I'm watching red zone. They'll be on red zone. If they're that good, they'll even be featured on red zone. So um, yeah, I will not be I will not be skipping red zone for any reason. Scott, what do you think as a Lions fan? I kind of like to watch the Lions. So, uh, you know, in our house. He's it's, sick it's fuck. I, I know. I know. <laughs> he's, um, glutton, he's glutton for it. But I got to, I mean, in, in kind of doing some of the stuff I'm doing, I do need to pay attention to what's happening play to play kind of a thing, you know. So um, an obligation to watch the game. But my my youngest, exactly, Ben, my youngest watches the other TV and he, and it's red zone party time. And I can hear him upstairs just going nuts at all the scoring going on. And I'm like, this is bullshit. There's yeah. nothing going on here. Yeah. Just watch the 30-minute recap for the Lions later. Like, it did, like, what do you really need to know? Jared Goff is terrible. The defense is terrible. Amon Ross St. Brown is good. DeAndre Swift is good. Dan Campbell is crazy. There you go. There's okay. your full report. Wrap it you up. Know, I got you. <laughs> also, Ben says two TVs is the answer. The second TV is for video games, Ben. Then we need three. Then the third one's for the twi- the Twitter scroll. Oh God, here we go! Like, come on, no more TVs. There is no reason to ever watch a single football game when Red Zone is happening. Like, who chooses commercials? Oh, I don't watch commercials. I fire it right to Red Zone. Red Zone, Red Zone inventor should have should have a pull of surprise. Yes, or, he should. Or a Nobel, or a Nobel. Yes. Also, uh. Uh, last thing for me, the guy who invented poker hole card cameras also invented the Transformers, like Optimus Prime in them. Are you really serious? Yeah. Yeah. He's actually a, a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. Invented the Transformers and hole cards for poker. The same wow. person. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. If this dude had invented the winged helmet, he literally probably would be my false idol. <laughs> like those are two of my absolute favorite things of all time. <laughs> um, so yeah, give that guy a Pulitzer Prize, and I'll see. Maybe that dude did invent Red Zone. You know, maybe he was uh, able able to pull that off. Okay, so we're about to we're about to get out of here. Scott, got anything last last to no. say before we go? No, we're good. It's been good hanging out with you guys. Okay, wait a second. Emma Franklin's in. She says one TV, please. I'm sorry, Emma. That is just not. That's just not that's just not feasible in, in 2022. You know, 
you know, maybe trying may, to achieve. Yeah, you know, maybe back in 1959 with four channels, you know, you know, black and white antenna, that sort of thing. Right now, I think I think all all the rooms should have a minimum of three televisions. <laughs> True. Do you guys think I'll win this argument? No, 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 no. not a chance. Not a chance. Again, Ben saying line on the 55, red zone on the 75 inch. No, video games on the 55 inch. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how you gotta do that. Khalif, anything else before we go? No, nah, that's it, man. <laughs> that's it. All right. Well, again, if you're uh watching us live, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. If you're listening to the audio later, this is a YouTube live stream as well. There's a link in the show notes below. You can click on that, subscribe, like all that. Uh, really does help us out. And if you subscribe, turn on notifications, so you get notifications when we go live. We are political football, part of the Maddie Ice Media Network. Again, everybody, check out the link for the uh, Maddie Ice Media merch as well. And uh, we will see you all next week. Peace. You guys have a good week.